Microphone oh, check one two. What is this? Microphone check one two. What me. is this? Microphone check one two. What is this? Let's see how that works out. Have you been to Six Flags since then? We were banned for at least a year, and I haven't been back since. And then COVID <laughs> happened. Shit. Yeah, that's right. I am a roller coaster junkie. I'm afraid of heights. Would you come on a roller coaster with me? Um, it depends on which one. Let me tell you, I went King to King I went to Coney Island, and I got on the Ferris wheel at Coney Island and cried the entire time. Ferris wheels are different because it's weird. Well, because and Coney Island, they have the outside one which is stable, and the inside one that juggles around like this. Huh? Yeah. Uh, well, but like, I think we got in right on that burp, though. <laughs> that's awesome. Where did I leave off? Do you know where um, I left off? You left off at, I told you, Ferris wheels. And you said well, that Ferris wheels are nauseating. Those are the most nauseating rides of them all. Right. Um, I went on a roller... It was pretty sad. Uh, I guess this is another thing maybe you can edit in, is that uh, the reason my ex-wife is so mad... About me fucking up this chance of her getting into Six Flags was because this was her redemption time. Yeah, you mentioned that Six earlier Flags. in the in the story, though. I didn't mention this yet, though. Is that no, you she, didn't mention the story, but you mentioned the redemption. She had lost a bunch of weight. Mm-hmm. Last time her and I had been to Six Flags, our daughter was in South Carolina or Connecticut or wherever. She was visiting my ex-wife's parents. And we went Six Flags because we're both roller coaster junkies, but she was kind of big. Right. And she was big-breasted as well. And so, like, the first time we realized that this was going to be a problem was we went to go on Batman, and they couldn't close the harness. Oh, no. And Aww. mortifyingly, she had to get off the ride. Oh, that's so sad. And so there were other rides that she can go on, but, like, she felt bad me not going anything, so she let me go on some rides, but it still felt weird going on. Because you're by yourself at that point. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> So, this was to be her redemption time because she lost 140 pounds. She put in the work. She didn't have any surgery. She didn't cheat. She just did diet and exercise. She worked her fucking ass off to lose those 140 pounds. Right. This was it. And I fucked it up at the bottom of our relationship. Like, at our lowest point, I fucked it up. The redemption. Yeah. Yeah. What do you feel about that now? I feel terrible about it still. Still. Still, I feel terrible about it. Right. Of course I do. You know how much I care about other people's feelings. Right. But, I mean... Right. It's like, at this point, what can you do about it? But There's nothing I can do at this point because our relationship has curved in a way different direction since then. Right. Like, if that was the pivot point in which our relationship went wrong... That's the part where I'm sad. Not now because we drifted to a much worse part. Right. And it's over now. Right. But I still feel guilty that I couldn't do that for her. Right. You know what I mean? You couldn't make that happen for yeah. her because of what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know how bad she felt. Not being able to go on rides, I know I was there, you know what I mean? Yeah. I wasn't embarrassed, but I was, like, I felt bad for her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I wanted so bad. I guess I sort of have a hero complex, maybe. Like, I wanted to be the hero. Right. 
and I couldn't do that because I didn't listen to her. And that was just really, that was really the crux of our fight. Yeah. Is that it was something so simple. Eat something. And I didn't. And it was just like, you don't listen to me. Right. And I'm like, you're right. <laughs> and still did exactly what you were going to do. But then that goes because back. Because I'm fucking hard-headed. Right. You're, but, I mean, you're hard-headed for sure. <laughs> for really? Sure. But. Are you sure about that? Um. I'm kidding. I know. You know I'm hard-headed. I do. But at the same time, I also think that, um. It also goes back to whether or not you're listening. Yeah, I also think it goes back to you both listening to each other. And maybe it was just you didn't want to eat something. And you can't make people do what they ain't going to fucking do. And I ultimately think that was the demise of our marriage is that she couldn't, like, I don't know, I always compare it to, like, I'm a wild Mustang if she couldn't tame me. Right. You know, I mean, kind of something like that. Not as extreme as that, but like... Right, yeah, because wild Mustangs have no empathy. They're running. They're going. But you're not going to make me do what I ain't going to do. But you're not going to make me do what I ain't going to do. Right. You know, you can can only tame a Mustang so much to ride it, but it's still probably going to lose that shit one day or do whatever the fuck they're going to do and take you... And bug you right the fuck off. Right. Or or bug you the fuck out and take you wherever they're going to go. Without you, you can't guide it. You can't steer it. You can't navigate so, it. You I know, know her and I made a beautiful child together. And Absolutely. Sort of getting off on a tangent from the original point of the story, but it sort of is like about her and I. And it's probably be the only podcast about her and I. Right. Um. It's okay. I I, I think that. I think those pauses are cool. So don't worry about it. <laughs> I lost my chance up. Um, I mean, you, you guys made a like, beautiful child. We and... made a beautiful child together, but we obviously weren't meant to be together. And we were meant to be together for the amount of time we were. Right. The universe brought us together at the same mm-hmm. point. Like, this is why we got this puzzle piece tattoo. Right. Because when we got together, we fit together like puzzle pieces. Right. We were at the same point in the path of our lives, you know what I mean? Right. Like she had just started over, I was just starting over. Yeah. And, uh... I mean, she, I mean, I haven't met her yet. It's, she's cool for from what I heard, and I think shit happens. She's... You know? Exactly. I'm going to wrap it up about that because I'm starting to get bitter feelings. Okay, the question is, are you ready, baby? Are you I'm, ready? I'm ready to tell the story. You ready to tell the story? Are we recording? Yes, we're recording. I appreciate you. I am ready to tell the story about how I went to Six Flags with mushrooms, ate the mushrooms, and never got in the park. Right on. Right on. So... I think the year was 2017, and my now ex-wife had just lost 140 pounds. And just for a little backstory to that, we had gone to seven, or we had gone to Six Flags the year before, and she could not, or two years before, and she could not get on any of the rides because she was too big. 
so this was to be her redemption story. Yeah. Now, my bright idea was to get some mushrooms to do this with, but I can only get mushrooms in like January. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So I looked up online and I found out how you could preserve mushrooms. And the way you do it is you put them in a gallon jug mm -hmm. and you pour lemon juice in there and you put it in the freezer. Because if you put just the mushrooms in the freezer, right. the psilocybin explodes from the mushrooms as soon as you take it out of the freezer and therefore the mushrooms are no good. Gotcha. So you put them in some lemon juice, obviously the citrus upside up. Right. Pour that, add a little sweetener into it, and it's pretty potent. So, the night before, we're supposed to go to Six Flags. Right. We're on Long Beach playing Pokemon Go. It was it had just come out, it was hot. Our daughter Aurelia was in on vacation in South Carolina with her grandparents. Okay. So it was just the two of us. In the middle of it, her and I get into a big fight. A Pokemon and Go. But just like, now what had nothing to do with Pokemon Go. Right. It was something that happened. And we were up until about 5 o'clock in the morning with the fight before because we never went to bed angry. Right. We always resolved the fight before we went to bed. It's like 5.30. We didn't get up until like 1 o'clock in the afternoon. We were supposed to go to Six Flags the next day. So we get up at 1, grab the mushroom, freezer shit, and we get in the car and we go. We're driving a 2000 Lincoln Town Car, by the way. <laughs> so <clears throat> we get over the Verrazano Bridge. And I started drinking some mushroom juice. I pour a cup of mushroom juice. We started drinking some mushroom juice because Six Flags is like 40 minutes away at this point. So, like, the mushrooms should be just kicking in by the time we get there. So, <clears throat> she had been imploring me to eat the whole time. Eat, please eat, please eat before we take these mushrooms, before we drink mushrooms, please eat. Right. And I didn't because my, I was really upset about the fights from the night before. I didn't sleep well, and so I wasn't hungry yet. I needed to smoke weed to be hungry. And we hadn't smoked any weed yet. And so I drank the mushrooms anyway. We get almost six flags. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's starting to kick in. <laughs> and she's like, shut up. Don't tell me that. And so we get in the parking lot. I'm like, I'm feeling weird. I think I'm gonna throw up. And she's, I can feel her getting mad. Right. And it was just so indicative of how our relationship was at the time. It's crazy. So we get to our parking space. I hold up my shit together enough <clears throat> to get to our parking space. I get out of the car and I throw up straight mushrooms and juice. I mean, the mushrooms were still whole. But I'm still feeling the psilocybin of it, you know what I mean? Right, right. So, she flips out. She's like, I told you to eat something! I fucking told you! And because you didn't listen to me, here we fucking are again, and you wasted that shit! But, like, her mushroom just started to kick in, too. <laughs> you know what I mean? So right, like, right. how are we having this fight right now? We're totally tripping having a fight. 
this is crazy. And she like walks away from me. And I'm like walking toward her because she always told me never to leave a fight unresolved. That was like her thing. Right. And right. so I'm like, let's resolve this, man. Right. And she's like, it's over, blah, blah. And it was so crazy. So finally, I wait over by the entrance. And she finally comes over there. And we talk it out. Okay, cool. We're going to go in. Right. <laughs> in her purse... It's a dugout and a bat, which, for those unanointed, is a little tiny rectangle box that holds some marijuana and a little pipe that looks like a cigarette. I had a friend who had one of those. And you pack the little cigarette full of weed and you take a hit. That was to calm us down from the mushrooms. Right. You know, to level us out. So we get the security through the metal detectors, whatever, blah, blah, but they start looking through her purse and they see the, the paraphernalia. So the security guards pull her aside into this little booth just inside security at Six Flags. And, like, that amps up my trip so hard. I'm pacing back and forth between the office and the bathroom where there's a water fountain. I'm taking a drink of water. I'm walking back and forth. Finally, I see her burst out of there. Then I see her walk back in. And then I see her walk back out with some papers in her hands. And then they're like sort of escorting her out of there. I'm like, all right, let's go, let's go. I sort of stepped in because I could see she was fighting with them. Right. She's a, she can be combative. Right. And so I sort of like stepped in and said, okay, we're leaving, we're leaving. Okay, we're leaving, right? And so I found out from her as we're walking toward the car that they had put her hands on her. Not in a sexual way, but like on her shoulder, you know what I mean? Right. That ain't allowed. No, not by security. Not at all. And so somehow in her trip, she had a lucid moment and knew that. And was like, bye, you can't hold me for anything right now. But then she remembered they had taken her ID. So she walked back in for her ID and the shit they were writing up about it and grabbed all that and walked out of there. So they had nothing on us when she walked out of there. Right, right. She grabbed the complaint and everything. Fuck. Fucking gangster. Right. Seriously. So, on the way there, let me backtrack a little bit. On the way there, when I started feeling, like, really strongly about the weed, I reclined the seat in the Lincoln. And it was, like, an electric one. You'd play that me on the door, right? Right. So, when we got back in the car, I couldn't get it up. I know that sounds gross, but, like, the seat wouldn't rise. It wouldn't go up. And so, we had had... Reservations at a hotel room in or near Six Flags for like when we're done there, we're gonna go to the hotel room and sleep it off. You know right, what I mean? Right. That wasn't far from the park. We just drove right the fuck home. It was the most uncomfortable ride home because I couldn't sit up straight. She was stuck in recline, and my now ex-wife was the most mad at me she has ever been. Tripping on mushrooms, driving home. And I'm tripping on mushrooms with her mad at me. I know. That's why I'm just going. So we're still Spitfire, right? Yeah, we're still Spitfire. Also, let me backtrack. I don't know if you can edit this. We left Six Flags and went to the Wawa down the street. And got a drink and got a snack or whatever. And I'm like, oh my god. I'm just doing everything I can to hold my shit together at the Wawa. 
Did you feel like you were going to get sick again? Yeah, I totally felt like if I moved too fast, I was going to throw up. But, like, at the same time, don't look at me too closely. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? And so we finally got back to Long Island later, and that was it. That's the end of my story. I hope that's long enough. I mean, it's, I mean, it's long enough, but goddamn. Like, how did you resolve it then when you got home? Like, or was it just over? We sort of like hashed it out on the car ride home. Okay. We like as I'm sitting in a perpetual crunch position the whole time. We're talking about <laughs> I'm like holding on to the fucking door, like the door, because you know what I mean. I had the window rolled all the way down. Right. We had no air conditioning in the car. <laughs> I am holding on to the window <laughs> in traffic on the Belt Parkway, <laughs> being verbally berated. <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> she knows who I'm talking about. Because I know she'll hear this one day. Yeah, but it'll be okay. Doesn't matter, I mention your name. Don't get better feelings, but say bye. Bye. Oh, man. Oh. It's so. Yeah, but did you. So good, that was so good, Zelly! It was so good!